I think I think it's very similar um, because I didn't necessarily stay in the situation when I dealt with that in college, but I didn't stay in the relationship. And in fact, I wasn't in the relationship when it started. But there was a part of me the first time I saw him express how sorry he was for putting his hands on me and becoming violent. I saw the good person in him and I wanted to believe, you know what, we can be friends. Like I can forgive you and we can be friends when really a person who does something like that to you doesn't deserve your friendship. They don't deserve your respect. They don't deserve your loyalty, but it's that it, it, it's the heartstrings that they pull on. It's like, wow, this never happened before. He's right. This, this isn't like him. He's right. I see the tears. He's right. He looks sorry. So let's try to rehabilitate just a friendship. We'll never be in a relationship, but let's do a friendship. And it, it comes down to two things. And we can relate this to any areas of our lives, whether it's a domestic situation or even staying in a struggle, like financially as an entrepreneur, giving up you, it's, it's hard when you're in the mid and when you're in the midst of something, it's hard not to two things. It's hard. It's hard to see that you have other options. Like Neo said, yeah. it's hard to see that you have the option Two, it's hard to understand and, and, and own the fact that you have control. You have the control to change the situation, whether it's financial trauma, physical trauma, or whatever it is, you have the control to change the situation. And number three, which is tricky, and, and you have to really, really be deep into personal development, two things. It's never as good as you think it is, and it's never as bad as you think it is. Those work together. So your finances are never as good as you think they are. You could be up, but with one bad day or one bad news article from realizing how mm-hmm. down we actually are, right? In, in a fifth, in a <laughs> we down. Mm. Um, and, and, and it could be bad, but it just takes you learning about a situation slightly worse than, or it takes you escaping that situation to realize, you know what? It wasn't as bad. So if you understand that you do have options and you are in control and never, ever accept that it's as good as or as bad as you think it is, you can begin to work yourself out of it. But it's a mindset shift that has to happen. I think, though, Donnie, you put your hand on one. That's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. I mean, you, that's not even, yeah, I'll give you another shot. No, Period. it's you shouldn't even, that's like one of them joints that you were raised to know, don't put your hand on a woman. I don't care what you, like, I don't care how bad it is. Put the camera Keep your hands to on yourself. me. You will die and you should die. Okay. Like yeah. dead serious. You beat a woman the way this man beat this woman. That was out of pocket. You die. Yeah. Period. Somebody beats you the same way until you lose life. Like, I'm serious about that. And so any woman who is experiencing that, they don't change. They never do. The same guy who did it to me later went to prison for doing it to somebody else. Got no out, change. got into a bar fight, did it to a man. Like, this is in him. And, you know, I um, I read something, and I, God, I don't remember the quote word for word, but there was a quote that said, people never tell you how bad your situation is until it's too late for you, something like that. And this happened to me when I was in college. I'm a sophomore in college when it started, ended up being a junior when it, when it was over, but it it happened and I had to escape. He tried to take my life. I had to escape college and leave and disappear. And so many people called me later or wrote me letters and said, yeah, he used to beat his ex-girlfriend and I wanted to say something, but you seem so happy. Mm. Why would you wait 
to give me that warning until it happened to me. Why wouldn't you give me that warning ahead of time? And so we have a responsibility to each other. If you've experienced it before, if you've experienced a certain financial trauma or physical trauma and you see somebody erring on the side of danger, warn them. I don't think the financial trauma is bad because we've been in that all of our lives. Like that's all that became normal. Like mm. let me ask you though. I mean, cause what's financial trauma? Is that like, yo, listen, I used to date him, he ain't got it. But what if yeah. he trying? That's what I'm saying. Like what? Yeah. I so as of I late, I reward trying. Mm. You reward trying? I reward trying. Okay. Um But that's kind of what this lady is saying. She's like, I reward him. Last no, six months, he's trying. Financial. I don't care what she we were talking said. about that's financial. Going out of so, that it is it is, but the, the the thing is, because we are in it, and there's some there's something there's something going on in her head. Mm-hmm. She thinks he's mentally sick. She's mentally sick. She has something going on in her head that says, I'm willing to go back through that. Because things might change. And she can't see it. Yo, it's like you're in a bad situation. You ever you ever been with somebody, you dated somebody, and it was just it was a terrible relationship. Hmm. In the moment you get out, you're like, yo, I am so glad because like they put me through hardship, pain, like they keep cheating, they make me feel uh like I like I'm not worth anything, right? But as time goes on in six months. You're removed from the feeling and you forget about how bad things were. Like you just, it's, you don't, in hindsight, it's almost like, well, you know what? I was a little hard to deal with because we're so far removed from it. And then we get in it again. Mm -hmm. And then some time goes by and we forget how bad it was. How do, how do, how do we break out of that mentally? Cause that, that is a lot. That has a lot to do with our mental health and it affects more than just a relationship. Preaching to the choir, Reese there, insert dramatic music because that was it. That's the clip. A couple of things. <laughs> when it we get so used, people impact most of our experiences. And in a situation like hers, I imagine that this man manipulated her so badly that she lost all self-worth and her self-worth was wrapped into this relationship. Mm -hmm. You're dating this athlete and it doesn't just happen with people with money. Yo, let me tell you how much audacity people have. You be broke as putting your hands on women. Mm -hmm. How you broke as hell and beating on me. <laughs> imagine that! Imagine that if you don't go get your account out of overdraft and quit playing with me. <laughs> no, but see, <laughs> quit playing on playing with me, sir. No, but seriously, Yo. sometimes your self worth is destroyed. I get it. I know what's going on. Your business was rocking, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books, getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, 
and much, much more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs or key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Listen, there's power in having organization in your business, having all the information in one place. With disorganization comes poverty. Trust me, this is an unprecedented offer by NetSuite. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash social proof. That's netsuite.com slash social proof to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash social proof. Look, black representation in media means the world to me. I remember watching Arsenio Hall and Montel Williams and Oprah Winfrey. I remember seeing these black voices and I thought, you know what? I want to control a room like that. The next generation, however, of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, the reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Listen, black representation is important. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices uh, as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. By somebody that you've attached yourself to, like manipulators are so good. People who will beat on you or people who mean you harm or will steal from you, they have pegged you from day one and you didn't know it. So the whole relationship has been an act. I'm going to get her to this point where she feels so small. I'm going to love her so much that she doesn't feel like she needs to be around her family. I'm going to give her so much quality time and her love language that she spends less and less time with her friends. Now it's all about me. Do you think that people are seeing that strategically or they're just being yeah. jerks? Oh, it's strategic. I mean, there are some people like a manipulator, like a salesperson. Salespeople are masterful manipulators. Manipulation is not a negative thing. It's just if it's done properly. Well, manipulation simply means to uh, encourage the result that you want, essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. Manipulation is getting somebody to make the decision that you want them to make. Those decisions could be good. Those decisions could be bad. Right. And so when you're in a sales cycle on a sales call, for example, from the moment you pick up the phone, we are 
manipulating the conversation to help you encourage you make a choice that benefits you and that benefits us. Right. And people who are that way and they do it maliciously, they've they've spotted their next victim immediately. They know one day that they're going to break you down and put their hands on you. They know it. They Dang. might even believe that they've moved beyond this area of their lives. They might believe I'm trying to get better. Oh, but she's that profile. She's the one. And they make you believe that you're the reason that they're this way. Anyway, you think about this woman, the crib that she's in doesn't scream that she had any bread, which is, I got a lot of questions. Oh, for sure. He, a fo- he an athlete. Why you live like this? Mm. You got him and your 300 square feet beating on you. He's an NFL. So that's already like, He's been manipulating her. I'm going to keep you broke. I'm going to keep you just enough. I'm going to give you a baby. You're about to be mine. You stuck with me. I'm taking you away from your family. I'm going to put my hands on you every second I get. Any joy that you get that requires money, I'm issuing it out to you in an allowance. It's manipulation the whole time. The beating was just the cherry on the t- on the ice cream. Mm. I mean, he hit her before, though. You could tell. 100%. Yeah. She said it. What? Oh, uh, yeah. He's beating her. Beating her. But she just continued to stay, man. Um, and I don't know. I was just I was just speechless when I when I saw that um, because now I do think there are some things that come to make you stronger and some things that come to make you weaker. Like abuse comes in positive and negative, so you're going through issues and life is abusing you. But at least you're moving towards a direction and you're growing. And like there are some things that you can control on another end, physical abuse, you can't control the other person. And maybe we think we can, but I don't think we should automatically. Here's like the question of morality. If you're married and the person hits you, do you leave? Do you give up on the whole marriage? Period. I'm out. I'm going to hit you back. I'm going to hurt so, you yeah. badly. So, I'm all right. Done. So, done. You if you're in a relationship, somebody. if. If you're in a relationship and somebody cheats, do you leave? Um, depends. It depends. So, Mary, that's a different story. So right, so like there, there are levels to like what you're what you're willing to accept. You're not willing to accept any of it. Cheating. I mean, just and period. I'm not willing to. I'm accept talking about abuse. I'm talking about abuse. That hurts me. Right. Um, abuse. No, putting your hands on me is a deal breaker. Now, yeah. I will. I will it ain't say. No that's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. Yeah. I had someone push me. And my spidey senses went up. Mm-hmm. So what we about what to ta- do this? What type or? of push? It was a, you know, like we're in the middle of a heated argument and they pushed themselves past me or and oh, push, pushed like, me out, out of the way. way or like like a push here. me out of the way. Mm-hmm. And in that Hold moment. On, were, you, were you in fact in the way? I was in fact in the way. Because <laughs> I'm not a user, but like there was somebody who was in front of the door and I'm like, yo, can you please? And then they're fighting back. I'm like, yo, get out the door. I'm leaving. So in that moment, I was trying to determine if they were really buck because I was nuck. You know what I mean? Like, God, please help me to use discernment here. Um, is this is this are you are you beating me? So like now you just don't have any room to be physically aggressive with me. It's a deal breaker. For years after that, I was so scarred and traumatized that if you raised your voice at me. Because I sat with for years trying to figure out 
How could I? I was even a women's empowerment person at that time. Mm. How could I end up in a situation with a man who thought so little of me? Like, you'll have to go back to my first social proof episode to learn that he he kidnapped me. He held me hostage. He did all kinds of stuff. Right. How did I attract this? And the only thing that I could and I used to say there were no signs. He was the nicest guy. He was the sweetest guy. But there were signs. He lacked anger management. There was no middle with him. He was either great or he was pissed to the next level. And I could remember being like, why do these things work you up so badly? Why do you get so angry? Why do people get under your skin so much? It was like, if, if we argue, we're having a massive blowout arguing. He's storming out of, you know, my dorm or my apartment at that time. That was the sign. So years for years and sometimes even to this day. You argue at me too too harshly, too aggressively. You scream at me too aggressively. I'm good. Yeah, it probably triggers something. It it does yeah. because that was the only sign that I had from him that I oh should have gosh. leaned into a little bit more. 